Hello and welcome to Respect the Die. I'm your Game Master Luke. I'm joined by the surreptitious Sam, the bodacious Bryce, the uh, judicious Jamie, and the torrid Toriah. Our original audio for the introduction for this episode was lost, so I'm recording this all by myself, but once we jump into the episode, the rest should be there. Where we left off, our intrepid adventurers had just gotten a fight with the evil Asu, and are once again left wondering where to go and how they're going to find the evil Dr. Bryn. So, when we left off, you guys were resting in the forest overlooking the cabin, um, and getting to know your new magical items and stuff. Um, as the morning sun rises and it begins to go into the heat of the day, you find yourself drifting off a little bit, losing focus of your surroundings. And as you are absentmindedly watching the leaves rustle in the trees, um, listening to the songbirds whistle, you catch the eyes, those large dinner plate eyes that you've come to know so well up in the boughs. You look up, your eyes focus, and they're gone. But you do see something glistening in the boughs of the trees. Uh, how high up are, would this glistening be up there? Mm, 20, 30 feet. All right. That sounds simple. About yeah. two stories up. Yeah, I think that's within the uh, realm of reason. Yeah. Uh, so Casper will rise slowly to his feet, shaking off the, the grog of the, the afternoon and of the, the exhausting several days that we've had. Um, and... I'm going to go ahead and make an attempt at climbing up that tree to get to whatever is glistening up there. Okay, give me an athletics check. Sure, can do. Ooh, could we say acrobatics instead? Um, no. Okay, all right. We'll do we'll do straight athletics then. That's fine. Oh, that's not great. That's a 4. Okay. Um, so you scramble up the trunk of the nearest tree and grab at the lowest branch and miss and fall back down to the ground. Ooh, yeah. Jersa, Jersa sees this happen and, uh, she's just gonna go and, uh, run up the tree. So yeah, you run and you guys see Jersa, her body just somehow goes horizontal and she just sprints right up the tree and grabs a branch that's what's your movement? Uh 50 feet. 50 feet, yeah. So she easily dashes all the way up to where the glistening object is. Um Jersa, you grab a hold of this bow and see that nestled in the crook of the tree is a a bird's nest. And shoved in among the twigs and such is a strange-looking kind of key. It's it's not a door key. Um, I, I mean, it, it looks like 
not like a lock key, but more like um, a mechanism key. Hmm. You could make a history check to see if you know what it's for. Okay. Yeah, I might as well check and see. Um, that is a 13. A 13? Yep. You feel like you've seen a hole somewhere that this would fit to, but you're like, you're not quite sure. You can't quite recall. Um, but you think you could probably figure it out fairly easily. Yeah. Um, but off the top of your head, you're not really sure. Um, there's also three eggs in the nest. Um, if you want those. No, I'm going to just take the key, and I think Joseph's is going to kind of assume that maybe one of her three companions will recognize the lock that this goes to. So I'm going to take it, and then hopefully nothing happens. Climb back down and show it to them. Casper's waiting. Okay, Cas- you, Cas- gently, you gently dislodge it from the nest. Um, it's, it's like incorporated among the twigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a pretty big nest. You're guessing it's for maybe a hawk or something. Oh. Um, but yeah, you, you dislodge it and you uh, sprint back down the tree and show it to your companions. You guys want to roll high trees? Casper. Uh, Casper catches you as you come back down the tree. and uh... I don't think she needs that. <laughs> 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 Were you gonna joke? No, 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 no. I, 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 he, uh, he, uh, he, he sees he's come back down and uh, he says, "Um, well, uh, that was a, that was pretty good, pretty good, uh, bit of, bit of wall running you did there. Uh, quite impressive, quite impressive. Yep, I just didn't uh, get, didn't get my stretches going first. Didn't do my, uh, yeah, my yeah, calisthenics this morning to." Uh, it's really the to... stretching that did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. <laughs> history, yeah. All right, so are we rolling history here, Luke, or is this just straight intelligence? I have a theory that it's to ghost. Uh, the ghosts got us through the trap door in the crypt before. Um, Dave only got a 10 um, I imagine he's just sitting there looking at his book and he like looks up at the key briefly and for a second you all think you see the eye that's normally on the book like on his forehead and then it's gone um, uh, Kasper, uh, and he just he just glances at it and then takes just a look looks at back it. down at his book um, kind of disinterested feels all up over its edges gives it a little sniff and ever so slightly hmm that was a lick looks, looks like a key. <laughs> looks like a key. Smells like a key. Tastes like a key. I think it's a key because I rolled a two. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Dina isn't touching it anymore, but she takes a look at it and with a roll of 17 total, uh, what would she know from that? The way it's designed, rather than to unlock something, it looks like it's designed to lift open a door that doesn't have handles on it. Oh. You know, so you stick it into oh. a notch and then pull. Very cool. Okay. Ah. And it opens the door. All right. Neat. 
So, yeah, she'd say, it's a, um, a latch-based type key, like to open a trapdoor that wouldn't normally have a handle. Hmm. All right, then. Okay. But I uh, can't think what it would go to, except for maybe that trapdoor we fell through. Hmm. That's now... What was That's it now doing open. up there? Why was it in the tree? Well, it looked... Dave says that, just like still looking yeah. at his book. It looked like the birds found it and, you know, put it in the nest to make a little home. What kind of a... It looked like... It was given to us by our friend with the eyes. That is a good point, yeah. It's suspicious. Well, if we've learned anything recently, it's that we should not trust birds. Is that going in your notes, Dave? <laughs> he looks at you and he says, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Dina just sort of smiles. <laughs> it's just two pages of don't trust birds, like one line after another. Underlines, do not trust. <laughs> He's a creature of the sea. He already wouldn't trust birds very much. He especially doesn't Those now. dang seagulls, <laughs> man. <laughs> They're like the opposite. Like the... Are birds are birds the opposite of fish? Yeah. It's pretty far removed. How do you feel about penguins then? Yeah, right. Penguins eat fish. That's a good point. Fish also eat fish. Also, Dave is probably never seen as frequent. Is it cold in this world? We've not discussed this you before. You literally come from an area with the Frost Queen. I come from I can't from the land of the rice frosting queen. Yeah, it's freezing. You've seen it's freezing penguins, all the time. Casper. Yeah, it's cold all the time. Uh, canon. Oh, of course. I, or <laughs> whatever the whatever the canon version of penguins. Are. Oh no, penguins. Right, are right, not right. We need those penguins from Avatar. What are they called? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Uh, yeah, seal penguins. Like sea or lion something. penguins. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're yeah. in a high altitude region right now, so it is cooler. You're up on a plateau area. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not winter right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. It's good to know that it gets cold here. Um, what, okay. Um, we need a plan because we don't have one right now. So we we've been well, how long have we, we been watching this cabin? Yeah. Um, about an hour. We're outside the cabin now. I think about an hour. Okay. Well, the question is. Do we wait here longer to see if they come back to clean up, or do we go back into town and try to, well, track them down? Yeah. Luke, as a reminder, what, what, whose agent did we fight? We fought the mask. Ago? We fought the, um... Uh, Anu, um, yeah, her name's Ace. Uh, right, right, right. The, the, the demon you name? fought, the Irenes you fought, claimed to serve uh, Lord Aldermold. Right, but the woman in the mask was Asu, right? Right, she served yeah. Lord Aldermold, yeah. but the woman in the mask was Asu. So she was, yeah, okay. Our killers okay. are working That's an with interesting Aldermold. Dynamic there, then. We've we've figured yes. that out. I, yeah, a hundred percent, and for sure confirmed. Um. Do you think, this, uh, Casper? Now, um, uh, Dave, this is just a, a front, I guess for everybody too. But um, 
whether it be, you know, relevant or good or purposeful to possibly go back to the cabin and get an idea of, you know, see if we could figure out next steps from, you know, if, if we know that the the coalition or whatever was working with Adzermold to, I guess they're working with him now to bring us back to him. Like, I, I don't know what his ultimate end purpose is or end goal might be, but um, would it be relevant or purposeful to possibly look through the, um, the cabin and get an idea of where we might need to go next to find the, uh, to find the doctor and then maybe see what Asu where Asu went. Luke, didn't we already search the cabin? Yeah, it's been a while. I was it's under the impression we yeah, already searched search it pretty well. Mm. Yeah. Because we got our weapons and stuff from the demon and then didn't really find anything of importance in the cabin overall. Right. Right. We got that yeah. cool armor. It was a resounding lack of evidence of anything. Yeah. So it was just like a druid hut. Yeah, Dave would just With a suspicious say, I think, I think we've already found everything that we can hope to find in right. there. Right. Based on, so I don't know if I mentioned this last time, you guys might have forgotten, based on your looking at the cabin, it does not look like it's been lived in in a long time. Yeah. So to answer your question, Dave, I don't think anybody's coming back. It doesn't appear to be a, a habitable place. It feels more like the cabin was was used to used as a trap or a, whatever prison that demon was was locked inside of, in the basement. So, probably our best move is to head back towards town and get an idea of where we can find the doctor, find the mask again, maybe, maybe ask around disguise, a bit more. Though. For what purpose? They already know we're here. We've lost the element of surprise, unfortunately. Well, as far as they're aware, we fell into a trap with the evil demon thing that might have killed us. Oh, uh, yeah. So we could set the place uh, on yeah. fire. Okay. Um, I'm all for that. Assuming the mm. demon might have accidentally set the place on fire, or that might have happened, and then, and then we leave it ambiguous about whether or not we're yeah. still alive. I mean, for all, they, for all they know, the demon used fire to kill us. I think that's a, and then that's we a just good move. Don't go back into town or we find the disguises like you suggested oh okay yeah yeah yeah. considering they quite possibly think us dead i don't think it's too late to pull throw out our old plan of waiting in the crypt for the doctor to return Hmm, that's a good point we could go back and try that again because the doctor's still doing his his he's still doing his experiments that's possible but he's likely to be very on edge Hmm. probably beefier security Maybe that makes him more careless. Again, if we burn the cabin, that makes it somewhat ambiguous about whether or not we died, but it's still likely to at least be on high alert. So not as we, high we do alert need to as it would carefully. be if they found the body. But I do think we should set the I cabin think we're all on in fire. Agreement that we need to set the cabin on fire. Let's do it. Yes. All right. Uh, Dina's excited. Uh, she's going to go set the cabin Lovely. on fire. Dina, I'll I leave this cast... task to you. <laughs> I guess uh, Agonazar's Scorcher would be more than efficient. Your mind flashes back to wheat fields and the burning peasants. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cast spells anymore. And a no. smile she does feel bad face. about that. <laughs> no, she, she feels bad powerful. about the death, but also she doesn't feel like she lacked justification in her actions. They were, we were being attacked. 
Are you guys gonna sit around and watch it burn? Oh, by no means. Uh, it's time Dina to make will. Jokes. Uh, you'll have to <laughs> you'll like, have to tell Dina it's time to go. <laughs> we're like pulling Dina, Dina, Dina. No, no, no. You, you can't look at it the whole time. We have to go. <laughs> they're they're coming for us now. But the way it will collapse is always so satisfying. Yes, yes, yes. We'll we'll paint the we'll paint the mental picture for you later. We'll find somebody to paint you a mental picture for it. <laughs> She'll yeah, go. What if, what if Tori like? Tr sorry. What if Dina? Or, Who am I? Oh, wait, can either of you transform into a flying animal? Well, I, I Tori, I, cannot. No, I <laughs> Dina, Dina, yes. You were a parrot. Yeah, that's right. So you could transform into the crow. I think that they would know I'm not their crow. You think so? Just, just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. If it's a familiar, it likely has some sort of, um, link, um, to its master, um, which would probably make it a paw. Should probably just be like any other crow. Also, that crow could talk. So... Well, some crows can. To some degree. Not conversations, but words, phrases. It's possible. You can teach them. Dave just goes... <laughs> What? I'm so confused. I thought birds couldn't talk normally. I clarified this with you specifically. There's ten I have birds, it in my notes. There's parrots and corvids, and this conversation should probably fade into the background. <laughs> <laughs> Accented by one crazy what from Dave. <laughs> oh man. I'm imagining like little squid no, sorry, tentacles no being distressed. Priority one: kill, kill all the, the birds. birds. <laughs> then execute rest of the plan. <laughs> Hooray, Dina! Sidetrack Dave for a minute. Hooray. We'll focus on the bird aside first. That's brilliant. Avian all right, So how are we getting away? How are we? I think I think smoke. we're just leaving. I think we're just leaving. We walk to, like, slowly away from the explosion. <laughs> Are we covering our tracks? Are we climbing trees? What are we doing? Mm. Um, I mean, we should definitely walk single file and probably not take like the path back. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll cross we'll cross through the the wild bits. Okay, where are you headed? Uh, back towards town or to the nearest place where we can. Again, this seems to be a, a narrative consistency. We keep coming back to. You. We're gonna try to find some clothes for some disguises and. <laughs> Try not to light you a town on fire. <laughs> I can't turn it into. <laughs> that would be actually really helpful. Yeah. If so. You could be scout. Yeah, I think before. Or, or Dave. Yeah, before um, we um before we cross back into like back across the tree line and into the open fields towards town, um I'll go ahead and and wild shape into. I'm gonna go ahead and just wild shape into a just do a normal a normal dog like a like a mastiff. Like a dark black mastiff. I don't want to get too close to town. I actually would like to climb something that's not too conspicuous, like a tree, and see if I can like be a lookout and monitor things. Because I can't really disguise myself, and I'm way too obvious as a like the only Earth Genasi in a hundred miles. So. I think it's just best if I stay out of town. Oh. 
My one thought with that is that we have no way to communicate long distance. So if you did see something, you would have no way of contacting us without looking for us afterwards. And if we're disguised, it it seems hate. Like, if you were to be a lookout, I would say maybe go to the graveyard and keep a lookout there in the crypt there, or on the crypt door or something. Because we know that that is a place well, that can... they have gone. I can go and just go get the disguises it's disguise self i can just disguise myself as a, a random dude and <laughs> just like, go to this pile of clothes go, what, pile what of clothes bag table of clothes, pile 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 of clothes. Of clothes. yeah something like shop? that pile of clothes pile of clothes i can just go to pile of clothes yeah. and just buy a bunch of like coats be, and scarves lovely. and hats for you guys uh, I also thought we got like a whole new outfit set <laughs> at Pile of Clothes, including cloaks and sort of Heidi stuff. Yeah. Like I know Dina has gloves and stuff. I know, but yeah. they've seen you All in right. those clothes now. <sighs> Alright, Jersa. So. We'll, we'll find you a disguise. You stay here. Get Jersa a wig. <laughs> That's, I don't I, I don't it, think it, it makes it, for that great doesn't radio have to, to be do, a big to do a third um... Yeah, I'll just I'll yeah. just go in. This this doesn't have to be a big diversion. I'll just go in, get the get the get the clothes from pile of clothes. Yeah, we have the money. It's to do so. super cheap, from my understanding. Yeah, and we also definitely and have just, the gold. We'll just rendezvous, yeah. and I'll give you all the new clothes so that y'all look like slightly different people. Let's do uh, that. Let's rendezvous yeah, in like a tower. A, or it won't be like a great disguise, but I just feel like I just feel like Sam should yeah. just go. Sam and you guys should just go in by yourselves and no, we'll never you, get caught. I feel like we're going to you, get caught. You, you have to play. You have to play the game. I know, I know, I know. It's just... But then you're not helpful. <laughs> yeah. So, you just have PTSD. Uh, Casper, you have you PTSD from a crit fail. <laughs> you're yes, fine. Or is it just I'll Dave? go with Dave, but I am wild. I'll, I'll, I'll have wild shape by that point um, into something less conspicuous. The Mastiff. Into the Mastiff, yeah. Okay. And Dave... I think uh, Dina's Dave, going to stay with Jersa, and they can talk. Well, given that I'm shopping for um, women, uh, I'm going to disguise self as <laughs> it's old a, woman Dave. Like, probably like a middle Lady class, Dave. like Wittenberg, a middle class <laughs> okay. woman. Not Lady exactly Dave. like Lady Dave. I want to have a slightly different face. <laughs> no, no, we killed all here. of them. What are you talking but, about? <laughs> yeah, just like a middle class woman. <laughs> I'm just going to go pile of clothes and i'm just gonna buy buy some new outfits okay so the two of you make your way into town um and you walk down the path uh into the lower district um which is as you remember the most urbanized part of the city um and um i would like you guys to make Perception checks for me. Okay. Dice jail. Dice That's jail. It's gonna be an eighteen. Yeah, I'm having the worst night. Yeah, I rolled twelve, but that was only off of a four. Oh gosh. Well, you're a dog, right? So don't you have advantage? Perception checks. I do have advantage. Oh, on perception wow. checks Because I am a dog. At least, at least, Luke. Does this rely on hearing or smell? I yeah. could rely on smell. Great. Okay. So I'll take that smell check. <laughs> uh, 
even more mediocre. Uh, that's still a 14. Jeez. Okay. So, um... Mm. We got, like, a big whiff of puddle. So, 18, 14. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, as you make your way into town, um... Well, Casper, first of all, we're, you're, you're pawing your way down the street, and you don't often turn into a dog, and you are just really overwhelmed by all of the scents um, mm. and smells of things. Um, Sounds about right. And uh, there are some other stray dogs, um, and you are very distracted, suppressing some instincts. Um, to, to play with them, um, you know, and they come up and they're sniffing you and they're barking happily and you, you know, you're trying to act like a regular dog. Um, you're very focused on this. Um, and so you're not really paying much attention to what's going on oh, around no, not you, at all. Not uh, at all. in the human, in the, among the humanoids, you know, among the, the two legged people. But Dave, uh, as you are you you are trying to kind of take some less uh, crowded streets, and um, you 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 turn down an alleyway uh, in heading in the direction of the pile of clothes, and as you do, you catch um, the back of a hooded figure that you immediately recognize as being the. Um, the cloak that Silk Brin was wearing. Do I feel like he and you saw just, me? You see him from behind, and you just catch a glimpse of him disappearing around a corner headed to the right. I'm gonna speak into Casper's mind, and I'm going to say, I just saw Silk. Stay close to me. Immediately. Um, do I have any sort of... Yeah. Do I have any sort of do I do I have you like on a leash or are you just walking next to me? <laughs> I think it, <laughs> that's a little derogatory. So I don't think we need that. Things Casper might be into. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> consent. Second of all, I, I have a good reason why uh, I'm asking. That. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll can we? Uh, a rope. Tie a little rope around him. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Well, well. Are you shifting out of wild shape? Is that what you said immediately? No. 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 I said like like when you spoke in my mind, I immediately like you immediately have my attention because you know this all this okay. purpose supersedes all the fun that I could be having as a as a dog, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> man, you haven't had real okay, fun in and a then, long um, time. <laughs> Bryce, uh, make a perception or survival check with advantage. Okay. Survival check with advantage please okay that's more like it that's an 18 all right you pick up the scent as soon as he Got says him. that cool and i uh i give a little dog at dave um and i start following after uh silk um now that i'm on his trail so you on a leash or not i'm not on a leash okay. no leash because <laughs> um Casper can't be held I, back like that. See, do I have do I have like rope or anything? I need some way of keeping track of you. Um He has a bell. It is gonna look weird if you fall I have a bell. <laughs> I wild shaped with a bell I don't right want now. a bell. Um 
bells, not leashes. Oh, shoot, <laughs> I don't have anything. Okay. He likes the jingle. Jam. Okay, I'll all right. I'll keep following him for now, but I'm gonna speak into Casper's mind, and I'm just going to say, as soon as we get close, I'm going to cast invisibility on us both. Uh, without turning around, with but with another dog sneeze. <laughs> uh, that as a yes, I understand. You follow the scent, or you follow where he went out onto a road. Um, it's it's a quieter road, although it is a road. Um. And you don't see him anymore. But um, Dave, I'm sorry, Casper, uh, you're able to catch the scent um, going down uh, another alleyway. Um, And just as you turn down the alleyway, uh, you hear a door close. And you can tell that the scent goes up to that door, which is the back door of a two-story building. Um, do you get close? Was that a question? Okay, it's How a two-story building? Get? Yeah. Is there any sign or anything outside of the building? Like You're in the back? You could try to go around to the front of the building and see? We're just, we're just a woman and her dog. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Just a just woman and her around. dog. This play's nice. Okay. Not woman's best friend. Just take a stroll. <laughs> Not an octopus after our shopping trip. (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt. Okay, going around to the front and uh, counting counting buildings from the front. Um, It was the fourth door down in the alleyway, so you count to the how many doors down. Um, And you see a sign for four doors down. Lovely. Four doors down. Not to be confused with three. Yeah, you see there's a sign outside that says apothecary. Mm. Okay. That's it. Just apothecary? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Any, um, are there, there any <laughs> um so in the front are there of the back of this building features? are there windows? And it's Um it's I mean it's kind of faded, it's kind of janky looking, like real shady. Mm. Um the the front windows are really dirty, so you can't see in at all. <laughs> Um, and there's no lights on inside. That's not a good doctor's practice. <laughs> I don't believe that. I okay. don't believe that man's ever been to. Medical so the school. windows you can't see through, but there are windows. <laughs> yeah, there's. Um, it's kind of that. What would you call it? Like the windows with the very small panes. You know, there's like just three inch by three inch panes and a yeah. grid on these windows. Uh, and they're all dirty okay. up. Uh. I'm going to speak into Casper's mind again. I think that we found his home. If we want to make the most of this, we should have the whole group, and we should probably have that key. I completely agree. Uh, so I'll. So Casper goes and crosses the street to the other side of the the other side of the street away from the apothecary and sits down eyes locked on the apothecary building and gives a little nod to dave um i'm staying here and i'll keep an eye on the shop um while you go and get everything back to back to dina and jersa uh so they can come meet us here okay all right i think i will go i will go do that then i will go find the others at the rendezvous point are you gonna get disguises uh, yes, I, well, I was. I, I guess I was presuming that we'd already gotten them, but yes, I would make sure that we get the disguises and so that they they don't look exactly as they did. 
Before. Okay, you go into the familiar shop, um, the pile of clothes, and there's tables piled up with clothes, and you select some stuff that looks fitting, uh, including some hats, um, and you pay about uh, 18 copper for the pile. <laughs> okay. Jeez Louise. Like, we have enough money between so. all of us to buy a small house right now, so I think we, we're... We have enough um, money We have enough money to buy a pile of clothes if we wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you Should do, but stock? you... You don't... You would have doubts about the profitability of that venture. <laughs> <laughs> what are they a front for, Luke? It's just, it's just like... No, we we no longer care about revenge or artifacts. We just we want to own the pile of really clothes. Well. <laughs> New goal: kill the birds, own pile That's, of clothes. In a future campaign, I'm going to have. <laughs> in a future campaign, I'm going to have a clothing store that's just owned by undead. Oh, uh, that's so just... good! That's so yes! good. Wait, oh, what man. are you going to call it? <laughs> they just call it. They call it grave clothes, and that's uh, good. they just that's good. <laughs> they, they, the, the, the they slogan is like they're, they're like the clothes are so good you could be buried. In them. <laughs> they take clothes from they, like slo- the slogan estate could be, sales and stuff. Hey, you can't take can't it take with, it with you. you. Leave it behind. <laughs> Love it. It's so good. Can't take it with you. That's incorporated. Rich. Love that. Love that. <laughs> All right, so you grab your clothes and you head back into the woods uh, where you meet up with Jerson. Should we RP some conversation with that? or Because we were sitting around for a while. Uh, it's up to you. What did you want to say? I don't know. Um, has Jerson been like pacing around and anxious? Or is she uh, trying to climb a tree? I'd imagine she probably tried to climb some trees just to see if she could like look down on the town or whatever but i don't know if she had any luck doing that okay if you decide to climb a tree then i guess nina's just going to sit there awkwardly so we don't have to (laughs) (laughs) so i get back to them right yep okay well i I, i'm gonna show up and i've just got an arm full of of clothing (laughs) I just dump out onto the ground. TMTM. And I say, this is for you. And I take out this massive black feathered hat. And I just plump that onto Dina's head. <laughs> and, I say, and this is for you. And I take out a straw hat. And I put that onto. <laughs> and I put that onto um, Jersey's head. See, this is what I was this wearing. This is for you. And I pull out like a. <laughs> Dina loves the hat. I pull out like a. You weren't going to get my size. (laughs) (laughs) How big is your head? What are you talking about? I knew you wouldn't get the right size. (laughs) Dave just says, I add on the side of baggy. And he like pulls out this incredibly baggy robe for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look at it this way. When you run up the trees and things... It'll flap in the wind, and it will have a really um, interesting, what's, what do you call it, flare? It will cause alarm, and it will <laughs> be like a drag shoot. 
<laughs> it'll help when you're jumping off buildings so, later. So, when I jump off a building, maybe it'll be a nice parachute. <laughs> Parachutes exist. They do now. Well, they do now. It's well, it's it's dark in coloration, so you probably won't get spotted by anything. Did you ever hear about the guy who invented the parachute oh, suit? Let us walk. Yeah. And he tested it on himself by jumping off the Eiffel Tower and died. Yeah. That sounds exactly oh, how that experiment should have That's gone. Sad. That's I very sad. It's better to say the guy who. Why would you not just like put it on like a big a doll suit? and just drop that? Like. <laughs> because it wouldn't right. be the same Regardless. weight, Sam. It wouldn't be the same weight. <laughs> Terminal velocity is different. Weigh the doll. Make the doll heavy. I don't know. I don't really have funny clothing ideas for you guys other than the big feathered hat and the straw hat and all that. There's, so, yeah. per- They've given there's, you the there's propellers. He on... also still has some clothes for Casper that he has not given to Casper yet. Yep. <laughs> there's, there's propellers on everything. That makes it automatically right. funny. Dina is going to hide so behind a tree suit up. and change. You guys suit up. And you look sufficiently frumpy. Red pear, yeah. <laughs> um, um, your faces. Do you have anything to cover your faces? I would have gotten them like scarves, but I don't think they would have had anything else. Which is like the wide brimmed hats and scarves. I can't remember if Dina bought concealer paints or not. I don't that think I actually specified that purchase. she had. Yeah, it was. It was well, during I, the shopping is, montage. Would that even would that even work with your like the illusion of a real face over your real like undead face? Like, would would makeup even work? Well, People she would have gotten see it the for the face. red lines. We've never tried. She would have gotten Listen. it for the red lines on her skin. Right, but if you apply the makeup to the undead face, does it show up on the illusory? We don't know. Yeah, who knows? Like living person face. That's, I don't know. It's a weird question. Well, Jersa's regardless. Gray. Yeah. Um, I could just rub some dirt on it, Jersa. <laughs> Jersa's like literally gray. I provide you your clothes. The clothing has been provided. Ooh. I provide you your clothes. Um, we're dressed. Let's. And um, I go. Where's Casper? So, Casper is uh on um watchdog duty. Um, we found. Silk's, uh, what appears to be Silk's home. What? Um, and so we need to go there. It's an apothecary uh, in a quieter part of town. And we need to go there and we need to, well, to put it bluntly, get in there and get in. <laughs> get in there and get him. Well, let's go. I don't see any reason to stick around here. Dina adjusts the feathered hat on her head and looks... um, It's hard to tell, but she's quite pleased with the hat. She likes it. (laughs) It's like the only thing you got that she likes. So, Casper, are you just sitting on the other side of the street staring at the No, no, no. I'd I'd be... I would be continuing to maintain the illusion that I am a real dog. I would be populating that front area kind of in a pacing back and forth motion, but with the intention of making sure Scratching no himself. doing dog, just doing dog stuff, rolling sniffing, in rolling in the dirt, sniffing my own, butt. it's, it's a good life. Um, he's experiencing I happiness mean, for the first time. Street dogs just tend to just lie. It's there a lot of, it's a lot like... of lying around and 
uh, maintaining okay. the illusion that I am a real dog. Yeah, he's not going full Professor McGonagall on this. <laughs> Cat no. sits stiffly on wall for hours. Somebody at some point tosses you some scraps. Oh, man. I definitely think about it for a second, and then I remember, wait a minute, this is a, sh this is a sham. <laughs> this, is, this is not me. I do not need this. And I, I leave it behind. Because putting that in my mouth would be a bad experience. No, but you're, you have to... You're a dog, though. Oh, you have no, a dog right. mouth. Oh, I am a dog, though. I'm committed to the bit, and I'm committed to the role, committed to the sham. I put that gross, terrible meat in my body. <laughs> that gross, worry, terrible mystery meat already. right in my mouth. Oh, good. I can't be poisoned. Hooray. Uh, it tastes fine. Lovely. You're a happy you dog. Can, you can taste somebody else's saliva on it, which is kind of gross. Ooh. Um, but besides that... Mm. <laughs> it's like kissing a stranger. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's a... Uh, it's a it's a dog days of summer for Casper. It's a great, it's a great time. Um, yeah, just maintaining a low, a low profile, scoping, scoping the joint out, making sure he doesn't make a, make some kind of a trip or leave or anything like that. And uh, and yeah, waiting for the others to get back. Uh, yeah. So the rest of you make your way back and meet up with mm -hmm. Casper in front. Uh, everybody make perception checks as you walk to see whether you get supported. Ooh, 11. I got an 8. 13. I'm going to say I can't see you very well in this hat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, you all make your way back to Casper. Um, and you see the front of the apothecary. Um, it's getting a little bit late in the afternoon now. What are you guys going to do? I'm going to speak into Casper's mind. Um, Casper, we're here. Um, perhaps we should, um, retreat in somewhere out of sight into the back alley and discuss our plan. In the building it is. Yeah, let's do it. And, uh, I, I trot over... Back across the street to where you guys are, and I and we meet up and make our way back around to the to the back side of the apothecary building to that back door area. Um, I'm gonna look at the group. So, I haven't tested to see if any of the doors are unlocked, um, or any of the windows. I could teleport myself and one of us in there, um, but that would that's a significant resource that I'd be expending. And this could be a difficult encounter if Silk is on edge or has his little friend in the hole. What if we... What if we did the dog and lady bit? You know? You and I go in, we get an idea of what's going on in the house. If it's empty... Just walk in? Well, be, uh, it is an apothecary. Pretend, pretend to be sick. Pretend, uh, pretend to be sick. Or pretend to have, like, some headache or something. And how do I get the rest of you in there? Well, you sound an alarm if you need help. <laughs> Perhaps, Jessa, you're very good 
with um, sneaking and climbing. Perhaps you could see if any of those windows are unlocked. That's true. Um, I could also climb up onto the roof. If we need me to do that. Uh, I think I... The... Is there like a drain pipe or something I could like kind of climb, Luke? Or... Um... Chimney? Yeah, there are drain pipes. There's There's a lot of... There's loose stones. There's... It, it'd be pretty easy to get up. You're, I mean, it's, I it's like row houses. Up. So the whole, the whole block is connected. You know? Yeah. I don't want to run up the wall because I don't want to be like heard mm -hmm. or seen. So I think okay. I'll try to climb to the window and see if I can sort of look inside stealthily. Okay. So uh, you climb up box. on top of a lower. No, you don't need to. You climb up on top of a lower neighboring house, um, and then you're able to get up onto this one. Uh, make a stealth check, though. Uh, fifteen. Yeah, you can feel uh the kind of soft rotting flesh of your souls, um, squishing on the roof quietly. Oh my! Oh. So, ah. Ah. Thanks, Luke. Good. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. All right. It makes a pleasant squelching I the sound. What do I? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, the windows are all pretty dirty. Buried. Um, but the dirt is on the outside, so you kind of wipe one of the little panes and peer in. Um, and you can see uh, there's a, the upper room of this building. There's a bed and then a bunch of bookshelves and a desk with just papers everywhere. Um, some chemistry beakers and stuff. Some mysterious looking books. You, you think if you were like into books and the occult, this would probably be a real, really interesting so this is just bait for Dave and Dina. Mm. Good, good Dave and Dina bait. If you are into books or the occult, you've come to the right place. <laughs> we're we're set for life over here. Once we get inside. All right. So I don't see anyone moving around though. No movement. Nope. I'm gonna go over to the edge of the building, where I presume everyone's still waiting. And I'm gonna kind of wave and see if I can get Dave's attention. Well, yeah, we're we're looking right up at the sky. Okay, yeah. So you wave down at them. Um, I'll I'll move. I I, I presume it's not that high of a building, so she's probably still within thirty feet of me. Yeah. Um, and I'll speak into her brain, into her brain, into her mind, into her consciousness. I'll say. Hello. <laughs> so, How's the weather up there? It's got a nice little breeze. Uh, what was I doing up here again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no. Uh, 
my favorite Cherson. <laughs> that's my favorite Cherson bit. Okay, no, no. Um, she so she says, yeah. She basically tells you what she saw on that. Like the um, he's not up here. He's not upstairs. Okay. Um, do you want me to stay up here? Does the window, does the window open? All right, that's what I was supposed to do. <laughs> okay, so Jersey's is gonna go try to open the window. Uh, okay. <laughs> this scene is so good. I don't know why. Like, Give me a dexterity check. Oh shoot. You're a monk. I know, I know, I know. Oh, oh, perfect. Good. Great roll. Um, that is a 19. All right. Um, so the window, you have to very slowly budget open in order to do it quietly. So like millimeter by millimeter. You like slide it open until it's wide enough that you can fit through it without making it squeak. All right, and then I'm just gonna go back over to the edge and give them all a thumbs up. All right. See. Are you just gonna try and come up here? <laughs> uh, I. I feel like I should try something first. I'm gonna cast. Wait, do I have... I'm going to cast Mage Hand, and I'm going to try to open the back door from, like, 30 feet away. Okay, uh, you you pull on it, and it's locked. Okay. Uh, right, okay, yeah. having yeah, confirmed yeah. that, Makes I'm going to say to Dina, see if you can head to the lower level, if there's no one down there, and unlock the back door for us. Oh no, I'm being sent on a stealth mission. The pressure. You're a monk. You'll be fine. If you're caught, just yell out. I'm sure we'll hear you, and I will get myself and Casper in there. Yes. Dina, I'm sure you have a way to improvise. Several. We'll just say I took uh I took Casper's little bell. <laughs> you took, you took the little dog bell. Yeah, you took the you took the little dog bell. You're gonna ring it really loud. Uh, okay, Luke, I'm gonna try to sneak into the house without being seen or heard. Okay, so roll a stealth check. Stealth check. Um, that is a dirty twenty. Money. All right, you climb in through the window. Uh, you can see that there is a stairs at the back of the building going down. All right. Let's continue to creep. Uh, try to find, I mean, go down the stairs and not be seen. Yeah, I'm just trying to. You creep down the stairs and peer around the corner and you can see um, a, a figure um, like sweeping at the front of the shop. They have their back to you. Um, what kind of lock is on? Can I see the back door? Not from where you are. You're guessing the is it like around door the corner is or kind of under the stairs? Yeah. So you'd have to go down the stairs and then around to the back. Oh, okay. Okay. Man, I wish 
I wish we had gone with the plan of just sending Dave and the dog in through the front as a distraction. And then I could have let Dina in through the back door. Dang it. Well, I've already committed to this, so I'm gonna try to... I'm gonna try to keep sneaking and open the back door. Okay. So you sneak around down the stairs and um, kind of duck behind uh, a table and creep around to the back door. Um, And there's a small mini room so you can duck out of sight um, and you're right up against the back door. Uh, And then you can see that next to you there is this circular heavy wooden door set into the floor um, and there is a hole in it that looks like it fits the key. Okay, good. Wonderful. Good. All right, what kind of lock is on the back door? Like, is it easy for me to just, like, click open? It's barred. Okay. It won't make a loud noise, right? If you well, roll you stealthily. Well, you make a stealth check for it, but it shouldn't be too difficult. She asked God. <laughs> Lord. I'll tell you, unless you roll a, <laughs> roll a stealth check, and unless you get a one, you'll be fine. Oh, gosh. Not that dice. Oh, okay, thank yeah, God. We're good. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you slip open the latch, and then and you gently open the door, and you guys on the outside see the door crack open. What? Let's get him. <laughs> so, uh, everybody makes stealth checks. Now we're in trouble because oh no, <laughs> oh boy, oh no. But Lady Dave is real two. good at stealth. <laughs> I have a plus two. How's a twelve for Dina? I'm a twelve. Sure episode one. Uh huh. That was a... We're feeling good. We just good. have to open the trapdoor and jump down inside it. He'll come back. He'll be like, what's going on here? That's a dirty 20 for oh. Casper. It's a seven. Okay. Who's going in first? <laughs> uh, uh, let's say Casper's going in first. <laughs> so I can get the okay. drop on this goober. So Casper, you slip inside with... You slip inside with Jersa. Make a perception check. Okay. Oh, jeez, that's a critical failure. That's okay. a seven. Oh wait, I've I've got. You don't notice. Uh, the... Oh, sorry, that's a seven. Sorry, that was a seven. My bad. That, that uh, I rolled a fifteen. My bad. It wasn't a one. It wasn't okay. a one. So you 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 also can see the person at the front of the shop sweeping, but the light, the afternoon light, is like streaming in through that front window. Um, and so you, they're just a silhouette, so you don't make out any details about them. Can I, can I use my sense of smell next? to see if it's the same sm- Oh, one second, one second, one second. Can I use my sense of smell to a, determine if that's silk or are not? Are you still a dog? Are I'm you still, still a dog? dog? Yes. Okay, you catch a distinct scent of uh, rotting flesh coming from the person. Yup. Getting this nerd. Let's do it. 
No, the that's probably his crony. You remember he had a little flesh. But doll? that they both were. Oh shoot! You're right. I'm oh wait! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Never mind. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not undead. Never mind. No, it's but it's not him. It is a different person. Oh, oh. Does you mean not it's not smell silk. the same? It's not silk. But yeah, it's not silk. But it's not an undead. So, uh, it's not. You don't smell the. Rest is it the flesh golem thing? No, I don't think it's the flesh oh. golem. Okay. No, that would be undead. Okay. And that would be a lot bigger. Technically, that would be like a constant. Yeah, right? yeah. I feel like he'd be. I feel like he'd be really big. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I'm gonna point down at the trap door. I don't. I think Dina has the key. Yeah, Dina has the key. Dina does have the key. Um, so oh. I get in. I get in just far oh, enough. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, I get in just far enough to like let the other two have space to get to the trap door, and I go a little ways like into the shop, uh, just enough to be the first line of defense if this guy tries to make a run on the trap door. Okay. Um, who's in next? I think if Dina has the key, it would make sense that yeah, she would I go in Dina next. Yeah, I think Dina would go in and next. Dave, Dave would have his key. back facing the door, and he'd be backing up, looking behind us to see if anybody's watching us go in, basically. All right, Which is Dina, why he trips as, on his way in. As you, Dina, as you step in, one of the floorboards <laughs> creaks, and the person at the front of the room, like, spins around and sees the three of you. Um, and goes, who's there? And just then, Dave trips over the back door and collides <laughs> into the back of Dina and knocks you over. Uh, yep, she's down. Very little strength. <laughs> You're not prone, but it's just for flavor. She just sort of like uh, her an arm flies out to smack against the wall to support herself, and she's like shoved, stumbled out of the way. Okay, the person at the front um, drops the broom and backs up against the wall. Oh, okay. Casper uh, will take full advantage of this situation to come a little further into the room and come right up to him. Bark twice, woof woof boys, and look back and forth between the man and the group. It's a girl. Between the girl and the group. Sorry, I didn't mean to assume his gender. It, it was dark inside. Here, yes. Um. So yeah, she like screams and rushes oh, for great. the front door oh, yeah. and starts trying to unlatch it. All right. No. I Eldritch Blast. Okay. <laughs> Why? Roll. Dave, no. Why right. are we so I had a great two, thing two, where I was fine. Two shots, and I'll, I mean, letting her go out the door is a, like an objectively terrible move. So yeah, two shots, and I'm both gonna on both of them. I'm gonna use Grasp of Hadar, like which is a. Actually, I don't think it's. I think it's called grasping something. But it's my invocation. I'm gonna use both of them to pull her twenty feet back towards us. If okay. both of them hit, presumably. Yeah. Roll. That's a eighteen and a twenty-one. Yeah, those both hit. 
Okay, so she's pulled 20 feet away from the door towards me. Yeah, roll your damage, takes... please. Uh, 21 damage. Okay. Um, so she flies back through the door and slams into you, Dave. And when you push her off of you, um, you can see that there's just blood soaking through her clothes. Um, and it's pretty obvious that she's dead. Oh, All right. No! That's solved. Whoa, whoa, Hurry whoa. up. Uh, in this moment, Casper will take Dave the Dave shows primal. no reaction to this. <laughs> yeah, and Casper's going to wild shape back into his, his traditional form. Dave, what the hell? Uh, Dina goes over to the body and pokes it. Just... Okay, um, it looks to be a woman in her late 20s. Poor, plainly dressed. Not much else is notable about her. Okay, I mean, is she in the... I guess to speak in D&D terms, is she rolling death saves now? And can we, like, do something to stabilize this this situation? Or is she, like, gone, gone? She's dead. Oh, yeah, if she's you... just a commoner, there'd probably be, like, instant death anyway. Even if I had her rolling death saves, you insta-killed her. She had ten hit points. Yeah, yeah, so... Dave, Dave, Dave just Dave, Dave, Dave doesn't really give any reaction to you going, what the hell? He just says, the door. Come on, we don't have a whole lot of time. I'm gonna, she had no I'm part in this. Do a monk. I'm going to do a little monk prayer over her, even though I don't, I don't really think it'll work because I'm dead. But it's mostly. Dave, Dave, Dave will close thing. the back door behind us and lash it. And just turn back to the rest of you and just say, I mean, she worked for an evil wizard, man. You don't know that. For coins, she was sweeping the floors, not minding his books. Dina is sort of standing, uh, pointing at the body a little, like, rigidly. Not just, like, she's not overtly angry. It's more of a cold, stiff anger. Like, Dina's actually upset about this. All of the guards. Yeah, no, like... Yeah, hold up. Hmm. That was unnecessary. Dave, say, say what you just said again. Sorry. We don't have time for this. Dave. Oh, you just said she would have alerted all the guards. And we could have been here and gone by was... the time she had. At some level, Dave, we have to take a responsibility. This is Wheatfield again. Are we ever going to live that down? We just walk into a room and we start blasting. And this is when we all realize that we the have a person I killed in Wheatfield was Ecton. <laughs> oh yeah, the only person Dave killed on, in Wheatfield not... was Ecton. <laughs> <laughs> Dina is just going to angrily stride over and um, put the key in the locked door. All we're, right. We're just... um, so you slip it into this kind of bow type shit bow tie shaped hole and twist and then pull and it's not hinged it lifts out like a manhole cover and then you pull it to the side and you can see this round tunnel going down 
Um, and there's uh, a, a rusty metal ladder, and you smell like sewage. This must be where he went. All right, let's go. Dina is hesitating to go down the hole because she wants to see if there's anything useful um, on a nearby desk or whatever might be out. Just a quick search. Okay. Um, make a... What would that be? Arcana search? check? I guess. Oh, yeah. Arcana, sure. Or, oh, do you have proficiency with any toolkits? Toolkits, no. Your best bet is going to be my Arcana or history, maybe. Mm, maybe then no. Make a insight? straight. Make a straight intelligence check. Gotcha. Um, I'd let you add proficiency if you add herbalism or alchemist tools, but... No, Dina Dina doesn't uh, make potions. Dina blows stuff up. <laughs> 19, though. Okay. Um, you recognize um, several, like, potions. Um, a lot of them are, like, cure disease or cure poison potions, which are not useful to you at all. Mm-hmm. Although they're worth money. Nah. Um, who cares? But you find you find a couple of healing potions and you're, also you're not actually sure whether they would work on you. But probably not. You can take them. <laughs> sure. I was more looking for along the lines of like papers, memos, ledgers, that sort of thing. Not down here. You wanna go upstairs? Nah. I'll just take the potions. Um, okay, um, add to your sheet, are you taking just the healing potions or everything? I'm going to take the healing potions, because what if we run into someone that needs them? Okay, add to your sheet, um, three healing potions. Do I have any idea of how potent they are, or just healing? They're standard. So it's like a d4 plus one, I think. Or 2d4 plus one. I thought it was 1d8, so yeah, 2d4. 2d4 plus 2. Okay. Cool. While Dina is looking around for stuff, Casper uh, goes and picks up the body. And... Oh, I'm praying, I'm praying over it. <laughs> Don't take the body! I wait, I wait for I wait. I like shot I... her eyelids and I'm yeah, just yeah, like yeah. doing like a monk prayer. I wait for you to get done. Over her passing, and then, uh, and then I'm done. Okay, All right. Then Casper goes and picks up the body, and um, he carries it um, upstairs, and looks for any kind of bedroom or flat surface. It's an apothecary, so I can assume he's got like an operating table somewhere. Okay. Oh, Dina, you were pretty upset about what Dave did, right? Yeah, she's... Okay. If anyone were to see her, the reason she's searching stuff and doing, like, open the door and that sort of thing is because she needs to be actively doing something. She's trying to make something of the situation that's worth having the sacrifice that happened. Right now, you are having a really hard time suppressing your wild magic. Yeah, yeah, that too. Another Um, reason for the busy work. You feel it like... 
it's like about to pop out of you. Should I roll? No, you because don't need to right now. But I you're, personally you're feel like she trigger. would be. Yeah, she's at a, she's at an edge point because she basically saw the equivalent of what she was at the university get just wrecked for no reason. And like that's the reason she has her wild magic is because she got wrecked by something she shouldn't have seen. So Dave is first, right? No, Dave would not go down first. Oh, okay. Who's first? Oh, I don't think Luke. uh, I don't think Bryce was done. It's all good. It's all good. Sorry, Casper. What did you want to do? Uh, find like a a place to like lay her down. Place to put her not on the main floor of the apothecary's office um like an operating table somewhere that i would assume be upstairs it's not upstairs um, or just like a bed or even if, if it's if it's his house then like his bed okay yeah good you go upstairs and um push some papers off the bed and lay her down on it what's your passive perception casper uh 18 oh really okay yeah so as you shove stuff off the bed, there's one of the books that falls down. You see that it's bound with something strange that's not like regular leather. It and it's it's locked. Like the book has a lock on it. Um and on the front cover, uh you recognize the symbol of the the starving god. On silk a book? For silk with the symbol of the yeah. starving god. Oh man, wow, you're on okay. the same side. Oh yeah. <laughs> Casper's Casper's got the book in his hand as he comes back downstairs. <laughs> Dave, I have to know something very important. When you were born, did you believe you were born? Alright, after we know that, can we get going? Yes, I promise you we can keep moving forward on this lovely quest that we're all on together, but I need to know, do you believe that you're special? Um, no. Right. But do you believe you have some major purpose to serve? Some reason to be alive? I have a purpose. Yeah? Yes. Probably has something to do with this, right? And I hold up the book. Do Do I recognize the book? No, but you recognize the symbol. I, I look at at the book and I, I extend a hand and I say, May I see? Until once I'm done. Dave, if you believe you're here for a purpose, you're not the only one. She hadn't even begun to start a life yet. And you just ended it. Like that. Dave, no matter how you look at the life or every person we've crossed paths with, each of us is, has a reason for being here. Even if we haven't figured it out yet. And we didn't even give her a chance. We've been given a second one. To do something. Even if it means righting the wrongs of a group of individuals who did something to us. She's going to get ferried. She's going to get on the boat. And that's it. That's the cost. 
of all the things we do here, Dave. That's why Wheatfield tore us to pieces. So whatever here in th- is in this book that's got you so dead set on pulling the trigger on every single person you walk in on, that stands in your way. You've got to put that aside. For now. Let the starving God find you later on. If he wants you again, do that. But we're here for one, for one purpose. And that's to enact justice. I am here for the starving God's purposes, whether I like that or not. As are you. I will do what needs to be done. That is the point. It did not need to be done. And now it is over, and it cannot be fixed. It did. Perhaps if you had not hesitated. Perhaps if you had tried to subdue her. To knock her out. What I did would not have been necessary. But it was. Now, if we're done debating philosophy, I would like to get moving. To accomplish a cosmic purpose. That was good. That was really good. That whole exchange. I was still in it, but sure, we can end it. Yeah, oh, I'm it's, sorry. It's, no, it's per- fine. We're done. It feels like it a good like end. Really Dina good was ready ending. to just shove past and go down the thingy-majig. Yeah, we can we can call it. We can call it. We make our way down. Okay, who's first? Uh, Dina angrily climbed down, so Dina's first. Uh, which is not a good position for Dina Jasper's to be left. in. She should not be first. She's not thinking. Jasper's left. Okay, I'm going to do Dina, Jersa, Dave. Casper in that order. Okay, you make your way down the ladder and you come into this wide sewer um, that looks like it heads toward the front or back of the shop. Um, There's a path that you're on. You're on the edge of this kind of gully. Gully? I don't know what you'd call it, but you're on on this walkway on the edge of where the water is. Um, and you can see it extends out in front of you 70 feet before you see um, another intersection. And then a little ways ahead, you can see a bridge that crosses over the water. I'm just going to follow Dina. <laughs> Would Casper have given me the book? He's probably still holding on to it for now. Uh, Dina pauses and turns to look back at Casper and says... Can you determine some form of path or trail? I I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna try to do my best to like get an, uh try to get a track on him of where he might have gone. Make um, a survival or if there's any kind of evidence or yeah. Oh, that's toasty. That's twenty three. All right. There's a pretty clear trail in the muck of where um, there's footsteps. Uh, which direction? Regardless, we follow them. Yeah, how, whichever way they go, that's the direction we're going to. Okay. And then I need everybody to make a perception check. Woo! Okay. Dina's great at those. Okay. Ooh, I do much better if I roll well. <laughs> oh, man, I'm not doing well on the perception checks a today. A 16! 
think that's the highest Dean has ever gotten on a perception check. Eight. <laughs> okay. Dina, as you pass this bridge... Which one? Uh, oh, okay. You hear something, a sound coming from underneath it. Mm. It's the sound of, like, gentle movement in the water. Hmm. Very quiet splashing. She looks... Okay, you can see through the grating. Um, do you have dark vision? I have low light vision as a half elf. Low light vision? That's dark vision. Yeah. Oh, then you, yes, you I do. Low light vision in, in fifth edition. Okay. Yeah. So you can see a, a figure underneath the bridge, like waiting in the water. Like a living figure? A humanoid. Oh, a humanoid. Yes. Huh. I. Full stop, pause, and say, hello there. You, there's no response. Uh, I get closer. But the, okay, as you do, the figure sloshes out from behind the bridge and looks up at you. Um, and you recognize it. Do you? Oh. You see the merchant. The, I think it was a dwarf, although I don't have it in my notes, that you saw before that you met. Um, Kilroy. Oh my god. met at the inn. Kilroy? Um, and you see him wading down in the water, and he peers up at you, but you see the life is gone from his eyes. Oh. It's just an empty gaze, and he lunges at you, and I need you guys to roll initiative. Oh, fine. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Great! I love it. <laughs> that was actually yeah, props. That was awesome, Lou. <laughs> Woo! Holy crap! Uh, Dina just got a twenty-three on initiative. I, I recognize the name, but I can't yeah. remember where we were. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. They were the the two merchants at the inn that. Told yeah, you the, the ones story that told of- us about Doctor Silk. Yeah, they told you about what they saw at the graveyard. Yeah, we got into sort of a argument with them, I believe. Casper uh, got into an argument with them. Okay, what are we on? 23 for Dina. 19 for Dave. Casper? Casper got an 8, I got a 15. All right. Dina, you're first. Uh, because of that really high initiative, I'm going to say she's not totally shocked out of being able to control the magic that she has been unedged with for now. Um, but I think just a good old-fashioned magic missile is going to be where it's at. She's going to take a movement to pull back from where she was, like, leaning over the bridge uh, to look under it. She's going to probably move back a little bit towards the ladder, which isn't far enough to really matter when it comes to movement, but um, she's sort of going to back up to that point and then cast Magic Missile. Okay. Which always hits. <laughs> yeah, really damn. Three plus four, four, five. I rolled really well on that Magic Missile. <laughs> 21. 21 damage. Okay. I rolled basically almost max. <laughs> and then I need you to 
roll on the wild magic table, please. Yes, absolutely. It is a 28. For the next minute, all your spells have a casting time. All the spells with a casting time of one action have a casting time of one bonus action. So I get the... another magic missile. <laughs> no, you can only cast one. Oh, okay. Cast a spell. Okay. But you could so cast it slows you down. Cast a, a but not this turn, because that... Yeah, in the future you can cast a cantrip and a spell. But yeah, you, 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 the rage that you feel, like, it whelms up. And you feel like your connection to the magic just increases and magic surges through you. And it's just at the tips of your fingertips. Or the tips of your fingertips. The... The, the tips of your fingers, it's like bursting forth. It takes you zero effort to summon it. I think for for flavor, maybe the, the red lines on her skin are starting to feel hot and itchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're glowing slightly. Um, and as the missiles collide with uh, Kilroy, um, you guys see like this <laughs> into him. Um, and one of them hits his face and like Blood starts pouring down his cheek, um, and he cries out in pain. Whoa. Um, and then you hear um, a guttural animal growl come from down the pathway. So rushing up to you out of the darkness is another dwarf, and it is... Kilroy's friend Alfred with his red hair and just empty eyes and he just rushes at you with his hands outstretched and just swings at you with an open hand um, and slaps you, Dina. What's your AC? Just a 14. Okay, so the first one, you're you're caught off guard, but you still duck out of the way just in time, and his his hand swings past your face, and then the other hand comes around, um, and hits you in the gut. Okay, you take thirteen damage from a slap. From a Hell of a slap. His, from his fist, basically. What a punch. And you can just see just this animalistic rage in his eyes. And But there's something weird about both of them. Uh, and with that, it's Dave's turn. Um, Dave is going to power up two apothecary girl killing blasts uh, <laughs> <laughs> no guilt None, no guilt at all <laughs> uh, um, gonna power him up, uh, and he's gonna fire one at the one that's down there on the um the uh what the first one kilroy was it kilroy Yep, Kilroy. Was it Leroy? I don't know. Uh, you're going to fire one at Kilroy and one at the other dwarf. And uh, both of these will be our telling blasts. So if they hit, they'll be pushed 10 feet back. Okay. So that is a 19 and a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. 
Okay, so the first one is going to take 15 force damage. Okay, who was the first one at? That was Kilroy. And then the second one is 9 points of force damage, and he's pushed 10 feet back. So yeah, you just see these black tendrils from, like, Dave's feet. They just lash out, and um, they hit both of them, wrap around them, and shove them back. And then Dave is going to back up as far as he can. Okay. Um, and they both cry out in pain. And Tetsia. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That was a spoiler. Okay, a third figure. Oh, no. Runs at you across the bridge. And attacks. And you recognize the young girl from Wheatfield. And she's dressed in, like, no. a traveler's robe. No! And her eyes are empty, and she just runs at Dina. <laughs> and lets out, uh, with way more emotion Oof. than you've ever heard her express before, this shriek. Uh, and she just... Can I grapple her? <laughs> I say as a weakling. Uh, <laughs> it's not my turn. Don't answer. <laughs> Twenty-one damage total with two hits. She just like slashes you with her fingernails, basically, um, and her fingers like go into you. I've lost half my health, by the way. <laughs> Good to know. You guys can make perception checks or yeah, can I make a knowledge arcana? Religion, because or I don't knowledge think... or arcana. Yeah. Can yeah. we? Hey, hey, can we? Can we do that per turn? Actually, like if that's something we choose to do on our game. Yeah, let's do that. that. Makes sense. So, Jerissa, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, these... These little zombie people are making me look bad, man. I can't do that much on a punch. I'm gonna pull <laughs> out my whip that I haven't been able to use yet. I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, what's the range on the whip? Like, how long is it? That's, uh, ten feet. 10 feet, so could I reach Kilroy? Uh, Him? No. Each of these squares is 10 feet. No. So he's 20 feet from you at this point, or 15. Oh, 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 I thought it was 5. Okay. Gotcha. Um, alright, I'm gonna move to be within 5 feet of Albert. Was that his name? Alfred. Alfred? Alfred? Yeah, I'm gonna move to be within 10 feet of Alfred. And not on top of the girl. I don't want to be. I don't want to be like right next to her. Right here. Okay. Cool. And then I'm going to yeah use my whip on him. And does a dirty twenty hit? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. That will be 13 damage. How much of that is radiant? And then I'm going to do it again. Hold on. How much of that oh. is radiant? Uh, seven. Seven points of radiant damage. And six points of the rest? Yeah, six straight, seven radiant. Okay. Thank you. 
Uh, wait, what is the bo- So there's a bonus to it, the plus four. Is that radiant? No. That's your strength or dex. Okay, cool. Then, yeah. Um, here we go again. Oh, yeah. That hits. That's a 26. Oh, jeez, Louise's girl. Uh, that's eight points of radiant damage and then seven points of regular damage. So, 15. Okay. Um, so, you whip him and you can see like the the lashes hurt them but the radiant like you see this radiant energy just kind of flash off them and dissipate mm. of course of course you gave me a weapon that's useless <laughs> against all my foes <laughs> no 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 not all your foes okay okay i'm gonna okay i'm just kidding uh, and then for my bonus action, I'm gonna punt. Uh, I'm gonna punch him. Punch him real good. Punch him real good. What do you need? You gotta hit him first. Yep, that's uh, 18. Does it 18 hit? Yep. And that will be 10 points of damage for punching. Okay. Um, it is then Kilroy's turn. So he's gonna slosh through here and try to climb up, um, but he falls back into the water. Um, and that's it. His turn's gonna end there. Casper, it's your turn. Perfect. Uh, I jog up right next to Dina, and I wedge myself between her and um, and Tetsia, and spreading his arms wide lightning crackling at lightning crackling at the end of his fingertips and lightning sizzling through his eyes whispers hold still and i cast hold person on all three of them at fourth level um okay they need to make a wisdom saving throw please all of them okay they all fail they are all paralyzed. The spell lasts for one minute um, and requires all of my concentration. Okay, so you concentrate on this spell and like sparks fly out of you and this electric arcing kind of entangles them and ties them up and you see their arms kind of go stiff and their limbs pull back behind them and they're all frozen in place. Kilroy and... Kilroy and Alfred have um, blood trickling down their faces, and they all look pained. What are you guys going to do now? All right. Casper, well, they get to uh, repeat saving throws, right? So we're still in combat. Yeah, we're still in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Technically, all right. they, get to, they get to repeat turn? saving throws for everybody's turn. So, um, I want to see yeah. whatever it is that is affecting them um because they're not dead they're bleeding um so can i roll some sort of investigation yeah, you can for that make a arcana you could arcana. make a medicine check arcana i crit 20 plus seven so 27 uh-huh. i know yes, what's let's wrong go. <laughs> let's go oh 
You are very lucky. Um, their souls are gone. What? The number one clue for that was oh, the fact shoot, that the radiant damage did nothing to them. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> How very we... clever. Um, Dina gets some rope and looks at the others and says, "They also, you like, also know that they have a wisdom score of one, which is why I did not bother rolling." <sighs> they yeah. can still succeed Hang with on. that. Uh, <laughs> Luke, can you one. kind of explain like what that means? They don't have a soul. No, like, how succeed. would that have happened? Well. That's, yeah, that's something. That's more research you don't than know. we have to do. There's no way okay, that we so know that no, here. Like, also, only knowledge. Dina knows this. Yeah, so Dina just sort of pulls some rope out of her bag and goes to start tying Tatiana's hands and then the rest of her and is just sort of blabbering while she does this. She's saying, I don't know how, but for some reason they're they're not here. I mean, they are. Obviously, they're here, but what makes them a person, their their very essence, their souls, isn't in them right now. They're enraged. They're alive. They're alive. We can save them. And Dina is definitely, her attention is entirely on um, Tatiana, because it's her fault that this girl is here. Um, she's the one who gave this girl the money. It's her fault. Like, she's she's complete her whole turn is focused on this girl she does she's not focused on the dwarves okay um alfred is gonna i went ahead and made saving rolls for them but alfred's gonna fail again um dave okay um since they're paralyzed dave is going to just ready eldritch blast so that if any of them break out, he can hit them and knock them away before they can, like, hurt somebody. Okay. Tatia is still paralyzed. Um, Jerissa. I'll go ahead and just try to uh, stunning strike Alfred and just see if I can knock him out unconscious. Because that'll probably last longer, right? Yeah. Um, You'll have advantage on the attack. Yeah, so that's already a... That'll hit, for sure. That'll be a 23. Roll your damage. 24. And then 24. It's an automatic crit, too, because he's paralyzed. Oh, it's an automatic crit, so damage doubles. Yeah. You're within five feet of him. It's still not great. Um, That's, that's only going to be... 12 damage. You can make three unarmed attacks. That was a bad roll. You can make three unarmed attacks or something. I know, but I just want to stun him. I want him to get knocked out. Okay, what's the is he, save is he knocked on that? Out? That means it worked, right? Oh, yeah, it's a, con it's a constitution save. My bad. Okay. Uh, save DC. Um, stun just lasts a round. He is not... He, he resists. It only lasts one round? Yeah. You, you need to reduce him to zero hit points to knock him unconscious. What did he get? Uh, yeah, that's the only 22. way to go oh. unconscious. Yeah. If you want oh, to knock okay. him unconscious, you have to um, punch him down to zero all right, hit points. Alright, fine. I'll just keep punching him. 
What was the damage? All right, keep punching him. It was only it was twelve damage. Oh. Punch him again. That's a nat twenty. Okay, these guys have a lot of hit points. You're gonna be here for a while, so I'll say that you knock him out. All right, so That's he's fine. knocked out. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kilroy. Uh, is still paralyzed. Casper. Yeah. All right. I'll go ahead and target Kilroy. And off of my right hand, where lightning is currently still arcing from, uh, a bit of ice actually starts to form over that hand. And as ice forms over my hand, ice begins to form over his over his right eye. Um, and a numbing frost begins to form on that creature as he starts to succumb to uh, succumb to frostbite. Um, so I'll cast that as a cantrip. Uh, that'll be uh, and a save. It'll be a Constitution saving throw. He fails. Okay. All right. The damage there is going to be that'll be five points of damage. All right, Nina. Uh, have I succeeded in properly tying her up? Yes. Okay. You hear Casper mutter behind you. Work on the next one. Yeah, she, uh, more, more rope. I don't think she has more than one thing of rope. Can she grab rope from Casper's pack? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, she'll do that and get the next one. <laughs> I mean, Kilroy's right. down, right? So I just need to tie up Alfred. Knock, you knock out and or tie up all of them? Yeah. Um, and then so tie I'm them together. Put them all in a pile right here. Luke, can I make a religion check? Um, specifically, just if I know anything about the starving god and the removal of souls, any rituals or anything like that that I'd be familiar with in relationship to my own sort of patron. Uh, yeah, you can roll religion. All right. Oh, that's not good. That's only a 10. You know that it's possible to do this. It's not something that you're super familiar with, and like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't hazard a guess as to exactly how he did this. Mm -hmm. All right. So, are we just going to leave these here? Is that the plan? We could put them above the surface and let whatever custody take them to cells or somewhere safer. I think that would be rather dangerous. It's an odd occurrence, but I agree with Dave. Probably should keep him down here for the time being. Are their bodies like actively like bleeding out, Luke? They're not bleeding out. Those okay. Minor wounds. They're just injured. Okay. All right. So they're not. They're not like <sighs> their bodies potions. aren't dying. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna like shove the healing potion into the zombie's mouth as it tries to bite off your they're hand. Not zombies. <laughs> Drink. I mean, they're probably Drink are. It. If they're no longer paralyzed, they're probably wrestling around in their ropes right now. Yeah. Yeah, they are. If if Dave's dropped the parallel, the whole person. I mean, not Dave. But that only yeah. lasts for like uh, like a minute. So by now they'd probably yeah. be like thrashing That's around. Yeah. So, yeah, they're thrashing, thrashing around. Minute, yeah. All right, well, let's try to move them into the room carefully then. All right, you manage to avoid their teeth and drag them into this room. 
yeah. I suggest we continue heading east. And I point down the, yeah, the bridge the, where the, the first zombie ran the out from. Yeah. Okay, so you guys head this way? Yeah. Who's in front? Uh, I'm tracking, so I would I could probably be in the front. I'd say Dina's probably okay. lagging behind. Okay, so as you make your way to this bridge and this cross section in the sewer, you guys can see the path continues to the north and south. There's a ladder to your north. The there's a little place the sewer branches off to your uh the east, and then it continues down a ways to the south. Everybody make perception checks. Okay. Oh yeah, there we go. Eighteen. That's more like it. All right. Twenty-two. Okay, you hear a low hum coming around the corner, and you see a faint blue light. Time to break the orb! Break the orb! Smash the blue balls! Break the orb! It was our first lesson! Second lesson. Jersa's good with keys. Second lesson. Smash blue Jersa's balls. is good with keys. Smash the blue balls. Third lesson. Kill all the birds. Fourth lesson. <laughs> Don't trust birds. Don't, Don't trust, trust birds. Dave. <laughs> For people at home who can't see what's going on, there's uh, the room has a big blue circle in it that everybody's reacting to. A uh, a ball, if you will. A, uh, Possibly a teal ball. It might be a cylinder. And it also yeah, might maybe it is something guarded. to do with the room full of soulless bodies that we found mm-hmm. in episode one. Maybe there's might some symmetry here. Maybe, maybe there's some narrative narrative connections here. Dina, you hear the sorry, Jersa, you hear the faint sound of quiet chanting from a single solitary voice. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab uh, Casper's shoulder to get him to stop moving. Dina runs into someone. I stop. And then I like I put my finger <laughs> to my mouth and I like point to my ears. Casper whispers, "Oh, it's a game. I like this game." He's got big ears. I cover his mouth so he stops talking. My jawbone rattles. Dave speaks into everyone's voice. Oh, I get it. We should all be very quiet. (laughs) (laughs) His mind rattles around in your head. Did you say say Dave speaks into everyone's voice? No, so I meant to say Dave speaks into everyone's mind. Whoa, (laughs) a new power. That's such a new power from Dave. Dave can make you say anything. No, that is not a power Dave I should have. All right, so so we're, what are you gonna do? We're all quiet right around the corner right now. I'm telling them to listen carefully. Okay, we're listening now. I'm just gonna. We still hear nothing. Whisper super quietly. <laughs> chanting. Oh yeah, the chanting. If she points it out, can I make the chanting out now? Yes. Is it a, yeah, like yeah, is yeah. it like abyssal? No, it's it's hmm, make uh, arcana checks. Everybody? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. 
Here we go. 15. 25. That's toasty. That's uh, 23. Okay, um, it's a spell. Um, and ooh, with a 25, Jersa, you recognize that was Dina. That, oh, Dina, sorry, you recognize that. Um, you don't actually know this spell, but from your studies, um, it sounds like somebody's casting fireball. Fireball? Um, that sounds like a fire incantation. Fireball, or you know something. It's possible expensive. they know we're coming, and he's readying it. That is a really good Should point. We wait, Dana. I have a question. If you hit fire, if if someone were to cast fireball at another fireball, would it offset each other and go away, <laughs> or would it just be like a really violent fireball? It would just be a lot of fire. Okay. You don't want that. As much as I would love to say that, I don't think that's a good idea. Not in an enclosed space with no cover. I understand. Dave, can you turn invisible? I can turn us all invisible. Let's all be invisible. Alternatively, Dina, do you have the ability to counter spells? You know, that wasn't ever something I specialized in. <laughs> All right, then Dave will just say, Well, I do have the ability to counter spells. <laughs> Can we all be invisible Good first? <sighs> way, way to brag about it. Well, I, I just I have fewer spell slots than Dina. I have less Ooh. magic power. Like, I, I can't do my magic I things as often. So, you know, I think you're going I like to be inquiring slots. first. A spell slot is a term for uh, the amount of power that you can release magically. That's that's what we call it in the ocean. A magical release. Dave's all like, Dina, can you counter spells? Because I can't. <laughs> Should I counter some spells? Well, Dave can't cast um, fireballs. So. All right. Let's all be <laughs> And we all chose our specialties. And then Dave back back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dave will use one of his only two spell slots. <laughs> use your spell slots and turn everyone invisible. Hooray! <laughs> Would you rather be just turn yourself invisible? Would that be easier? No. If we're gonna do invisibility, I might as well turn everyone invisible. Yeah. I okay. have well, I have two fifth level spell slots. It's it. Thanks, okay. Starving God. Thank you, Starving God. <laughs> yes, Put that on all, the t-shirt. all feel this growing hunger as your visible forms vanish. Oh, God. We're wasting mm-hmm. away. As though the air has swallowed your light. Um. <laughs> Come to think of it, I haven't eaten today. <laughs> we haven't eaten since we died. Yes, good, good. No. <laughs> Um, you guys ready? Let's go. I guess we sneak I, in. <laughs> we go in now. Because we're invisible, so. Make your stealth checks. All right. Stealth checks it is, everybody. Dina has outdone herself. I rolled a 19, so it's 23 for Dina. I also got a 23. I got a 20. 
I got a 14. <laughs> Day. Hey, at least he's invisible. Hey, it's not a 7. <laughs> Alright, you creep into the room, and sure enough, there's a large blue orb floating at the back wall. And you see the this face you've seen before. He's got a creepy, creepy smile with a bunch of gold. Silk. He's holding this orange bead between his hands, and he's got his eyes fixed on the corner where you come in. Standing next to him is the creature of stitched together flesh that you saw before in the crypt. And then behind them is just piles of bodies. <sighs> um, and it looks like he had started stitching together a second one of these creatures. But we caught up with him. <laughs> but it doesn't look like it's finished. At eight. He's like, hey, I'm gonna get him. And we're just like, Kronk, Emperor's New Groove style, just sliding along the walls. Okay. Um, roll initiative. <laughs> 